I told my little sisters, I think a little too young about like Adams because I thought they were cool. And I was yeah. like, hey, my two sisters, if you want to be allowed in my room, we're, we're having school. And I would make like worksheets for them. Yeah. Unhinged behavior. That's actually crazy. <laughs> and, um, and I taught them about Adams. And I remember how shocked they were that everything was made out of tiny things we couldn't see. And I wonder if I'm part of the reason why my sisters are anxious. Like, do you think, like, were they too young? Like, was that too big? To <laughs> too young? Uh-huh. The tiny little brain? Like, did I give them dread? You know what I mean? Right. We're all made of tiny little objects. I mean, see, the thing is, I think that in itself, it's not, like, a sinister fact. I think you have to already have an underlying sense of dread for that to feel that. Ooh, maybe that's it. They already had the dread. Yeah. So you Genetic right. dread. Probably. Honestly. <laughs> or maybe it was like the environment, like maybe it was the pollution in the air. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Epigenetics. <laughs> yeah. The I mean, something happened for the three of us to. All of you. To match uh, disorders. Like. <laughs> yeah. See, for us, it's pretty easy to determine. Yeah. Why we all have problems. <laughs> There's like a reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not that you don't have one. We just have a better one. Exactly. O- honestly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we're friends, because I can admit that. Yeah. Um, oh, man, I had some, I had a, oh, I want, oh, my gosh, Beck, I haven't seen you in so long. Where have you been? <laughs> I've been in. <gasps> oh, somewhere boring, probably. Something, somewhere super boring. Did you go to Texas? No. Did you go to Illinois. I just trying to think yeah. of a boring place. Now you need to do something like super duper exotic. Did you go to the Bahamas? N- nothing that cool. I just took a jaunt across the pond <laughs> to London town. Oh my gosh, what a cool person. You're such a good film major. What what does that have to do with it? I feel like people who are film majors go to London. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have, like, a sample size of, like, 25 if you're talking about my study abroad group. Yeah. Well, and biologists go to Vanuatu. That's those are my... That's true. That's my um, That's true. framework. You, you, like, objectively can't argue with that. Mm-mm. The data doesn't lie. It never does. <laughs> yeah, so I went to London for six weeks. Mm. It was pretty cool. A you... long, boring six weeks for Tegan. I will admit, I didn't realize... How much of my social interaction depended upon this podcast? I didn't have that issue. No, you didn't. No, no, I <laughs> spent a lot of time with people, and it was fun. It was good. But were you ever in a room with one window and no air circulation? What we have is special, is my point. Oh, I see. I mean, we did go into the Churchill War rooms. Oh, okay, that's worse. Where like World War Two was won. Worse, so. yeah. If you didn't, if you couldn't tell. That's, oh my, wait. that's where World War II was won. Wait, did you go to L- London? Say it again. Did you go to London? What do you mean London? <laughs> <laughs> if you you should have gotten London. off the plane with an accent. Do I w- you mean London I, now? I would have I would have turned around in my seat and started hitting you. <laughs> um, no, it was like a genuine issue where all of us would like do our like fun, slip our silly little accents and be like, oh, we can't do this. Here. Oh, it's like it was funny before. We can't do this here. Here, like, someone might get mad at us. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody did. Everybody in London was very nice. But, um... I have a small sample size, but I will say, I feel like most people with English accents don't take themselves seriously. 
even though like a lot of the world is like or at least Americans are like oh my gosh you must be so smart like everyone I know with an accent is like no (laughs) yeah I mean I met a lot of people there and I would say that like at a fundamental level Mm. the the British accent does imbue like an aura of intellectualism oh i'm into it accent does not don't get me wrong i'm into it you know what's crazy maybe the most attractive man that i've ever seen was our presenter at the freud museum (gasps) all of us were swooning over him he was talking about how freud had good ideas actually (laughs) oh no like sure daddy (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah Yeah, he was, he just was very nice looking. That's funny. And he had just, like, the perfect British accent. Oh, Like, not too thick. It wasn't, like... Not too, like... Mama, we often can't... I can't do accents. Yeah, don't even try. Wow. Was that bad? (laughs) It felt bad? So, you know, there were varying degrees of attractiveness and intellectualism in the accents. Mm. But there were lots of cool accents. We we visited a ship called the Cuddy Sark. (laughs) That that ship was doing its best to, well, I guess not the ship, but the people who were <laughs> on the ship, who were working at the museum in which the ship was located. They were doing their best to find something special about it. <laughs> There's nothing special about the Cuddy Sark. <laughs> was it just that it was there? Yeah. That's and some funny. guy after the Cuddy Sark, because it was like a trade ship in the mm. 1800s, it, it eventually, the technology became obsolete. Oh my gosh. So, so it's not even like, oh, there was a war and now it can't move. It wasn't a warship, no. It's like, oh. It transported tea sometimes. It's like, oh, this computer got really old and no one wants to move it. So now we have a plaque explaining the computer. The number of plaques <laughs> in England. Yeah, I've and heard. Not even just London. England. <laughs> They have a plaque for everything. It got to the point I'd see something cool, I'd like immediately start looking. Looking for a plaque. Like, Scanning for this. a plaque. Explain this to me. <laughs> um, I went to New Jersey, the uh, the far off land of oh, New Jersey yeah. That's, for that a was week. Exotic to me, at least. It was. We went to the Pine Barrens, and it was very ecologically exotic. I saw yeah. pitcher plants, but um. I told you about this, but this is my... I, I feel like you have so many cool, like, cultural things. Mm. Ong's Hat. <laughs> Ong's Hat is the name of a town in New Jersey. Not a real town, to be straight with you. Um, It's on maps all the time, though, because cartographers just think it's hilarious. Well, I mean, it's once... Like, it would be very easy to pronounce that word differently. It's spelled O-N-G-S. Ong's Hat. As in hat belonging to Ong. Uh-huh. Alternatively, Ong. Hut. Ong's hut. Ong. Shat. That's how it's spelled. Ong shat? Ong shat. (laughs) I never thought about that. There's an apostrophe and everything. Oh, I just realized there's an apostrophe. Super obviously, like, oh, is there a space to be? Oh, (laughs) you were describing it to me. You were like, it's spelled O-N-G-S-H-A-T. And I was like, Ong shat. No, it's, the joke is that it's. Uh, Ong is funny, I think is the joke. And hat is funny. Two things that are funny. Hats. (laughs) My JPM is off the rails. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so this guy named Ong got into an argument with someone, apparently. Mm -hmm. And then they they started, like, punching each other. And the other guy ruined his hat. 
Yeah. So he threw his hat in a tree because he was, I guess, mad about it. Yeah. And then everyone was like, oh, we know what town that is because of Ong's hat. And it became known as Ong's hat. That's the. That's funny. It's good. I, I could do a whole episode about New Jersey. I read a book about it and it is folklore city. It would be fun to do an episode on town names because I came across a lot of silly ones in London. We should just notable town names. Yeah. Or even we could do a series to each state in the union. Whoa. (laughs) That would be psychotic. Klutz would call us and be like, listen, (laughs) this is kind of our thing, doing things by state. Wow, I forgot about Klutz books. Klutz books are good. Do they make them anymore? Today, instead of taking a nap for the 20 minutes I had allotted, I uh, looked at pictures of Polly Pockets on Google Images. Yeah. So Klutz and Polly Pockets, I feel like those that was the same time frame for me. You're doing your best to segue, <laughs> aren't you? No, I was legitimately looking at pictures of Polly Pockets. <laughs> Did you chew on Polly Pocket shoes? Maybe once or twice. I, was, I wouldn't say I made a hobby. Out I was of it. a serial Polly Pocket shoe chewer. <laughs> they would they would suction on your tongue, and then and you could confessions go confessions of a Polly Pocket shoe chewer. <laughs> you could go and then the little Polly Pocket shoe would be like suctioned to the tip of your that tongue. Is... I don't like that. It was great for me. as a child, I probably would have found that really disgusting. I had some weird stuff. Um, I wanted to tell you about how well I have assimilated back to uh, the USA. Well, I was just just thinking about it as I was walking to the library today. Mm -hmm. I looked at my shirt. Wow. It has Smokey the Bear on it. I'm wearing jeans, sandals, and a baseball cap. With? I was sipping. Wait, nope. Describe the baseball cap. The hat has a hat on it. It's a hat hat. And you know what's crazy? There was another girl on the trip who had a hat hat hat. <gasps> you were bested in the yeah. only combat that matters. Yeah. I never wore it the same day as her because oh. I was I had a fear of inadequacy. Yeah, well, I'd be embarrassed, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> there was one day where I had it in my backpack and I saw that she was wearing it and I didn't take mine out of my backpack. <laughs> You're like... If anyone asks for a snack that's in my backpack, I'm getting it. They can't know the hat is here. (laughs) No, she was awesome. It was fun. Um, But I was, yeah, rolling up, wearing my jeans and my Smokey the Bear Mm t-shirt and my hat. A national hero. Sipping a Chick-fil-A lemonade. Wow. And listening to Weezer. I wasn't that American today. London hasn't changed me. I took a stroll through the garden at Thanksgiving point. And talked about pollinators, That's which a I very feel like British thing to do. Yeah, they love their gardens. <laughs> they love their pollinators. That's true too. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to start. If we're not going to get a good cold open, let's be real with ourselves. But I do have a question for you. Okay. What's the worst you've ever been hurt by a toy? By a toy? Yeah, like when you were a kid. Do you have any? I have a memory of being like let down buy it like a toy hurt me and i was like you weren't supposed to do that like angry at it that's funny (laughs) um toys i'm trying to think of what toys i really played with Mm. because i mean yeah i did play i played like with barbies you're like i mainly stacked things from small to large or lined them up (laughs) yeah i was gonna say like i mostly just read but that's not true i played with toys Mm -hmm. i remember the last time I was trying to play with Barbies, and I had the thought, oh, no, I'm not able to play anymore. Oh, yeah? Like, I was a preteen, and I was, like, trying really hard because I remembered it being fun and, yeah. like, good. 
and I couldn't do it. That's so depressing. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I cried a lot. Um, the last time I played with Barbies was probably when I made my little film with them that we mm. talked about in our Barbie episode. The your magnum opus that no one will ever see. No one will ever see. I'm so mad about it. It's the best thing you've ever made. Most probably. <laughs> it will. It will forever be hovering over you. Yeah. I mean. I feel like most of the times I was probably hurt by toys. I was too young to remember oh. to, like, process what was yeah. happening to me. There was this one time I was riding my electric scooter, which I'm just, for the sake of... You know, they, electric scooters used to be toys. They were for children. No, I know. Kayleen had one. And, and it was crazy. Yeah, like a Razor scooter. And they a were motor. fast. They could go pretty fast. <laughs> but nowadays, everybody has a scooter. Your husband has a scooter. He does. It's he cool loves now. his scooter. He loves his scooter. Well, is it cool? Because Desert wears a fluorescent vest and a helmet anytime he rides his scooter. And when he he goes, he goes really fast. And because it's electric, he's just he's just standing on it and his little vest is like flapping in the wind. It is not cool. It's so funny to me. I it makes me love him so much more. I don't know what it is. You know how sometimes you look at someone and you get the ick? Yeah. Because they're doing something weird. Yeah. And then sometimes you look at some someone doing something weird and you don't get the ick. You get the exact reverse. I was going to say you get the yum. But yeah. people don't say that. That's a good way to put it, though, where you look <laughs> at someone and you're like, oh, wow, I enjoy looking at you and you are very funny and your soul is important to me. Like, it means right. very affectionate. That's funny. Um, but there was this one time I was riding my electric scooter home for piano lessons mm. on the sidewalk. And I ran, I, I like lost control and ran smack dab into a brick mailbox, mm. like completely just like wrecked my knee. And because I'm a drama queen, yeah, I used a cane for a couple of days. Oh, my hero. I, I should have gotten bullied. Like I deserved it. <laughs> There's this trend on TikTok where it's like, oh, yeah, I understand why people made fun of me. I was like the weird kid. And then they put a picture of like them as a kid. And it's like, you think I'm weird? And it's, like, really sad. But I was looking at pictures of me, and a lot of the pictures of me, it's like, yeah, I'd still bully me. It's not sad. <laughs> There's some things I did that were unforgivable. Yeah. How many fedoras can a person own? Oh, Jeez. I wore fedoras. We would have We would have gotten along. I, I got my my big, the, the moment where I was like, you're a toy, you're not supposed to do this, is I had a, a an RC car, and somehow it, like, got my hair. And it, it like, <laughs> tore a large chunk out. And I was like, there's no... Why don't they have, like, plastic over mm-hmm. the part that spins? Like, I was... Like, affronted? By the design, even. That's you know? funny. I asked our listeners. Your sister, Jenny, mm. says, not to mention the good old Razor scooter to the ankle, which is a great point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I read that and I was like, fair enough, Jenny. <laughs> I read... Oh, can you feel it when I say razor scooter to the ankle? Mm-hmm. Like that wet feeling. Wet? It's like hot wet. That's how it feels no, in me. No, it does not. It's very, it's like a brick. It's like. To me, it feels hot and wet. It's like chunky. Yeah, on the inside. It's, it's wet. No. I don't know how else to describe it. That's your weird synesthesia thing, but I disagree. There's this meme that's like guy who has synesthesia explaining how he's feeling. And he's like. I'm feeling really, really big red triangle right now, and it's spiky, and it's <laughs> <laughs> very funny. Um, Ray said, I got bit 
and then in parentheses and scarred over a light bright which i i, I think it's a light bright you don't know what a light bright is no they're these like there were these black like pegboards essentially and light would shine through the pet like the points and then you'd put these clear like pegs in and then they would shine through the pegs and you can make like pictures and stuff this is like an 80s 90s thing okay. this is an example Before of how time, uh-huh. the generational gap that sometimes exists sometimes us. it's, it's rare like, it's like six, uh, 60 40 like. I, well i was gonna say there's like a 10 year period where it's like truly there is like stuff missing but yeah. besides that it's all the same yeah gavin pretended a fluorescent light was a lightsaber <laughs> Huh. Which obviously led to uh, glass and hands cut open. <laughs> Brinley ran down a hall with a marker and ran into a wall, bleeding everywhere, which I weirdly have screenshotted three times, making one, it. One kid stabbed me with a pencil once. Oh, do you have your do you have your pencil? A lead pencil scar? Do you have a graphite? They call it graphite tattoo. No, wait. I have one. It's in my hand right here. I don't know if it went deep enough. Yeah, that's it's like a a common enough phenomenon. That they're called graphite tattoos. Huh, that's funny. What is the most dangerous toy? Well, I would say it's jarts or long... <laughs> Stop right there. <laughs> Can you be more specific? Yes. Excruciatingly. Hi, I'm Tegan. And I'm Becca. And this is Be More Specific, a podcast where an entomologist, me, and a film student, me... Walk into a podcast and walk out with a question answered. Is that it? <laughs> Typically, we do our names at the end. <laughs> That's why it felt weird. Piece that you had, it was like a mix of like horror and like confusion. I was like, I was like do I say I'm Tegan again? <laughs> they already. Do you think they know? <laughs> Should I remind them? <laughs> Real quick, top of this episode, uh, content warning, trigger warning for some child death and. Some pretty heavy, I mean, we're talking about dangerous toys, and there's a certain type of person who plays with toys most of the time, and it tends to be kids, and they're the ones who get hurt. So just, if that's something that you're not comfortable with, that's totally fine. Skip this episode. Well, I would like to say I'm not, like, comfortable with it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, we're not, com- we're, we're not going to be, like, making fun we're of the not, children. We're like, advocating. No, I just, I figure people should know. Okay, so how safe are toys? That was the first, like, question I had, right? And the yeah. answer is actually quite... Um, most toys are rigorously tested in most countries, even China, which I put there because I feel like people are constantly ragging on the safety of China's toys. And it's because before 2008, they were not safe. Now they are. Now it's pretty much fine. They have stringent testing and protocol to ensure child safety. 2008, it was called the CPSIA, Consumer Product Safety Improvement Act, was passed in the U.S., which also... Limited what things could be imported and kind of raised the bar for some some places like China that import to us. We also, the United States has like the, the strictest laws in the world regarding toy safety, regarding lead and phthalates specifically. A lot of places like don't mention it. And then... Well, everybody else uses wooden toys. <laughs> Except for America. Yeah. Because we're where God lives. Um, <laughs> the uh, U.S. consumer... So in the U.S., uh, this is a lot of this is U.S. centric because that's where I live and it's hard to understand that's Wikipedia also, articles about other people's legal systems. That's true. It's also we we use American Internet. Yeah, that's part of it, too. That's what comes up. So the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission is an independent government agency 
that only has 500 employees, which is wild. I don't know. Yeah, it's not a ton. What do you think like it should quali- be more. What do you think their qualifications are? Probably production design and stuff. Oh, you're right. <laughs> See, I was think I was I was really materials like, toy maybe safety PhD from like you know one of those like obscure college like yeah like a self directed yeah. course. No, not this. I think it's like a real thing. Like Texas. engineers do this. Okay, okay. This was on the Wikipedia page, and I just wanted to plug for our good friends the CPSC who do, they do have controversy. They're, Child protection. They're, Wait, what is it again? Consumer Product Safety Commission. Not just children. Product Safety Commission. Unlike movies, not just for the kids. That's so true. (laughs) No notes. Yeah. Annually, which we're coming up on. Yes. The CPSC blows up mannequins to demonstrate the dangers of fireworks. So mark your calendar. So on July 4th, they do that? I think they do it on like the 2nd or the 1st. Yeah, okay. To like, hey... Which, did you know the loud noise in fi- in fireworks is, is artificial? Added. Yep. And that's the worst part, y- yeah. arguably. People like it, yeah. But it's, like, bad for animals, and it's bad for humans, and it's, like, it's a bad. But but how would you know it? It did. It did. <laughs> how not, would I know it did if it didn't make the squirrels very upset and some uh, birds get heart attacks and die? Really? Yes. Okay. It's, like... I didn't realize I've been reading about it, and it's, like, wild what fireworks do to wildlife. Fascinating. Also, okay, so the CPSC regulates manufacture and sale of more than 15,000 different consumer products. From cribs to all-terrain vehicles, which is a wide range. You don't say. Yeah. It's like um, Mario Kart. It's like Yamaha. (laughs) Cribs to all... Yeah, that's right. There are crib vehicles. (laughs) Mario Kart. I want to play Mario Kart. We should. We should play Mario. Um, products excluded from the jurisdiction of the C are things that are specifically named by other federal agencies. They kind of get the leavings of what, like, the FDA isn't doing. It's like Hufflepuff. Yeah. <laughs> and businesses are, they're given the guidelines. You can look up the guidelines online if you're going to manufacture a toy. And uh, you can either agree to follow those guidelines and then they'll check or you don't and then they check and then you get in trouble. Before the 19 before 1972, the FBI the FBI. God, that'd be funny. <laughs> before you imagine you train your whole life spy, <laughs> you get into the FBI and your first assignment is like checking out this boutique crib company. Can this teddy bear kill someone? Before 1972, the FDA did toys as well, which is a lot of things. Like, mm. <laughs> it's just, I think there's a reason that we have another. The FDTA. What the is The T is really tiny. Oh, like. Food and drug and toy administration. <laughs> and toy. Like it's, like, it's a mosquito whispering and toy past yeah. you. Well, I like to imagine that that's, like, a department of... <laughs> that you know before before 1975 yeah. or whatever that it was a department that was just like hugely like overworked and underappreciated mm. oh and they all wore like, beige four guys in the basement and they all like best. really cared yeah. like they're doing it for the kids you know yes i wonder if there was like something crazy that happened that necessitated the split into another i was looking and there's some so 1972 right that's when it happened yeah 
keep track of some of these dates because the 70s and 80s were a lawless time in toy manufacturing. <laughs> like, I don't. So we're going to get into the list where I'm going to you will soon hear of jarts. I think they're my last thing because they're a bit of a finale. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> terrible word. And um, it, we're getting into the listicle portion of the episode. <laughs> and yeah, just keep an eye on the dates. It's. Uh, we're definitely doing better now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, number one. Cabbage Patch Snack Time Kids, um, released in 1996. Yes. Yeah, Have you heard kids? of these? Have you heard of these Cabbage Patch dolls? I've heard of Cabbage Patches, but, but like, cap, you know, the toys. These toys had jaws. Oh, no. And you could feed the toys like a bunch of plastic food, right? Ooh. I had a friend who was older than me and she had well she wasn't my mom had a friend and I was assigned friends with the girl older than me you know you weren't friends I was governmentally assigned a friend (laughs) and she had one of these dolls which is wild because apparently she should have sent it back to the company but she didn't and I played with it as a kid inside so you could feed the doll these plastic snacks which would then go through the doll and then you could do it again yeah the jaws on the toys were pretty powerful uh-huh. And the doll didn't have an off switch. They would only stop chewing, in quotes, once they finished eating. So, uh. so if a child... See, this one, no one dies, so you can laugh. If a child happened to get their fingers or hair near the toy's mouth, they'd struggle to get the doll to stop trying to, in quotes, eat them. It's so absurd. There were That's 35 like a vampire slayer episodes. <laughs> it, it feels like a ghost story. Yeah. Like there was this doll. There were only, I mean only but also there were 35 reported incidents. Incidents. Where people's children's hair or fingers got caught. Mattel offered $40 for anyone who s- sent it in. There were 500,000 people who purchased the doll. And they removed 200,000 unsold. And there's all these quotes where Cabbage Patch and Mattel is like, how will we ever recover? Like, they were really freaked out about it. And it's like, you're fine. <laughs> Both of, you're fine. What year was Barbie invented again? I do not remember. I wouldn't expect you to. <laughs> what if I was like, and I knew, I'm going to look it up. 1959. So they were fine. Yeah. Although Barbie didn't do great immediately, as we remember. Some deep lore for you. I mean, yeah. Okay. It was like two years ago. Here's another one where no one died. I'm I'm gonna tell you that preemptively, or like good. we don't laugh for this one. Okay. Sounds good. I love being police. <laughs> I hate this police state where I can't make fun of my children dying. <laughs> okay, number two, CSI fingerprint examination kit, and this was 2007. I'm sensing a lot of fingers. Have you heard of tremolite asbestos? <laughs> What? It is the worst form of asbestos. And it was found to make up 5% of the toy's fingerprint dusting powder. How? Thankfully, it was pulled. Asbestos was bad by (laughs) 2007. Oh, we super knew. And we were like, man, everyone in the past kept using asbestos. Makes it so we can't do our remodels quickly. And now it's like, hey, kids. Here's some magic dust that makes you die. That's crazy. Um, it was pulled quickly enough no one got hurt, but it was caught and everyone <laughs> there's all these articles where people are like, 
What I mean, is what? it possible to accidentally formulate asbestos? I have no idea. Because there's like, <laughs> a, what like, with every single one of these, it it takes a lot of people to make a toy. It does. It like, really does. Yeah. How many eyes did this have to go through? Well, and especially a, a toy like that. That's one of those like kits or whatever. Yeah. Kits really do a number on these lists. Number three. <laughs> Have you heard of clackers? No. These are from 1970s. I think these are the impetus, honestly, of, of the the creation of the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission. I think these are the reason. I Just based on timeline and what they did, <laughs> I think it's them. So clackers were these th- thick acrylic balls on a string that you would hit together. Clack, clack, clack. They had a bunch of like hair ties with them when I was young. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think so. And they're kind of, they're, they're on a string and you would like swing the string and then it would clack, 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 clack as the balls hit each other. It was just like noise. I like remember the noise. <laughs> yeah. The noise is very real. Turns out, turns out when you give children two breakable things to hit against each other repeatedly, bad stuff happens. Exploding clackers. <laughs> posed a huge risk for blindness as it was very easy for the shrapnel-like plastic to fly into children's eyes. Uh, they were banned in the U.S. in 1985. So... Took a while. They're in the thing in which they were banned. The lawsuit is called... It's a, called an in-rem case, which means a case against objects called United States versus... Article consisting of 50,000 cardboard boxes, more or less, each containing one pair of clacker balls. I uh, So I went down a little rabbit hole. Lawsuit, you're, you just have to go after the company. United States versus 422 casks of wine was in 18, 1828. You go up, what? United States versus one solid gold object in form of a rooster. <laughs> It's not the object's fault. It's in 1962. Well, some of these are like the rooster. They were like, can you, if you shape gold, solid gold into something, does it still have value? Like cur- currency-based value. Oh. And the answer was like, yeah, it's still gold, right? <laughs> but like for the clackers, they were because enough people were making them. It wasn't like one oh, company. So it's like it's us against these so- so was it just a goal to get them off the shelves? It yeah. wasn't about, like, monetary mm-hmm. payout? There's there's also United States versus 37 photographs, which is an obscenity lawsuit thing heard by the U.S. Supreme Court in 1971. I feel like I've heard of that. Yeah, you probably, I think that's where the whole, you know, pornography when you see it thing comes from. Yeah. That's um, a really great whoever that is. <laughs> there's some really funny titles, though. United States versus 95 barrels, alleged Apple cider vinegar. Uh, United States versus 40 barrels and 20 kegs of Coca-Cola. United States versus 11 and one quarter dozen packages of articles labeled, in part, Miss Moffat's shoe fly powders for drunkenness. (laughs) It's just good, you know? No, I've never even heard of that before. (laughs) I'm glad that I know that now. It has major, like, SCP energy, though, where it's like, it's us versus, versus, like, this one gold object shaped like a rooster. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That is like in inexplicably powerful. Yeah. Okay, number four. The Atomic Energy La- Laboratory. That's the name of a toy that was released in 1950. The Gilbert U-238 Atomic Energy Laboratory was a set 
<laughs> released by the A.C. Gilbert Company, the kit had to be pulled in 1951 because it actually contained samples of the radioactive element uranium. What? Um, only... Isn't that valuable? It's valuable and it's like... Why would you give it away? Turn, turn, turn DNA into bad, bad spaghetti. Like cancer. Spaghetti DNA. Bad cancer, cancer. DNA. Only uh, less than 5,000 kits were sold, which is still a lot, but we don't know if anyone was injured. Huh. <laughs> Number five. Do you remember aqua dots? No. I need to pull up a picture of these I bad boys. I feel like I must not have played that much. Well, this was in an infomercial. I never played with them. Oh, okay. Let me be clear. <laughs> My parents did not buy me aqua dots because they <laughs> hated me. And they're, they're these things. They, they have were, foresight. You, like, put these balls next to each other and then you spray them with water. And they make, um like, little things you can play with. Oh. Do you remember these? They went by a bunch of other names, yeah. too. Yeah, well, there's also the cute ones with, like, the little pegs that you iron. What are those This called? is different. Yeah, well, but, it's, like, a yeah. similar idea. Yeah, but this one is aqua dots. Yeah. Okay. They were super popular. I remember being jealous of my friends who had them. I will post pictures of these toys on the Instagram. It came to light in 2007 that one of the cheap chemicals used to make aqua dots broke down into GHB. Do you know what GHB is? No. no. When ingested. It's the date rape drug. Like D? D. And um, uh, a bunch of kids got sick and suffered seizures and two children slipped into comas as a result of eating the beads. Okay. Can I be frank? Yeah. They shouldn't have eaten the beads. I will. Yes. But that's the thing. So a lot of the stories we heard from our listeners and ourselves. Yeah. Like, to be frank, the child's the it problem. Like user error. <laughs> but, like, if it's a kid, you assume user You're right. error. You're right. You don't put, like, test it, you know? 2007, the Hannah Montana Pop Star card game. After a host of toys were tested for lead levels in December 2007, it was discovered that the Hannah Montana card game was pumped full of lead. It had, so the American Academy of Pediatrics recommend that no one, no toy have over 40 parts per million lead. But lab tests revealed that the Hannah Montana pop star card game contains 75 times that. Just on, like, the paint on the cards. Wow. That's a lot of lead. They could just not do that. Yeah, just don't do the lead. Don't use lead. Bold. I don't know. Have you considered that lead tastes good? I have so little. It's apparently quite sweet. Did you know that? That's why little Victorian children would eat lead chips and get lead poisoning. What? No. Because lead tastes sweet. What? I can't believe you didn't know about little Victorian I, I, children. There's like, there like 50 <laughs> like <laughs> layers of incomprehension between me and the material of this <laughs> podcast. Like, so, so much of this is so... Be- like, I would never have even begun to think or know these things. I was talking to Desert, and I, I finished researching, and I closed my computer, and I said, this episode's going to freak back out a little bit. Well, it's just it's just a a whole new world. I know. I was like, oh, no. And I was like, she has a niece she likes. <laughs> Oops. No, I think she's smart enough that she would never be hurt, because Cora's perfect. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> um, I'm, like, trying to – I'm not trying to be a party pooper. If that is also how I'm coming across. 
Okay. By just being like, what? I was waiting for the butt. You're like, I'm not trying to be a party pooper, but. <laughs> no, no, just in general, I'm trying not to be a party pooper. But it's like, genuinely, I'm like, I, the, all of these things, I feel like I don't have intelligent things to say about it because it's just like, what? Yeah, no, I feel like that's a problem with like a listicle based thing. Yeah. But literally, the thing we'll get to last was so crazy. I was like, I need to talk about this in some form. How did you yeah, and how did you stumble across this topic where you were like this I'll is... get there. Okay, that's okay. that's part of the story, but uh, I will say I asked our listeners and Deadly Toys won out above allergies and I forget what the other two options were. Yeah. But like I, it, it and allergies were going back well, and forth. Well, Deadly Toys is a sexy title. That's <laughs> true. If only we hadn't such a stupid naming convention for our episodes. <laughs> We really, we just continually, like, shoot ourselves in the foot just over and over and over. I think the issue is just trying to shove everything everything into this tiny little box that we've created for ourselves and live in now. It's such a, I love this tiny box. I do love it. I love sharing a box. The box that we share. Oh, we're holding hands. I must have another hand that I don't know (laughs) I was hoping I could get you to do it. Oh. That was peer pressure. Now we are holding hands. That's true. Have you seen this before? This yo-yo water ball? Oh, no. Have you seen these yo-yo water balls? Maybe. Okay, so they're they're a popular toy. Let me describe it to the listener. It's like this, (laughs) like, sticky hand material. That's another thing. I hated sticky hand material. Okay. As a kid, I cut, like, the sticky hands. Riley... Hated them. So my advisor had someone who was like... If it gets hair stuck to it, I'm not interested. He was like, I found a new organism. I swear it moves. I have it in like a container and I feed it oats <laughs> and I keep it wet because that's how I found it. And I need you to tell me what it was, what it is. So he took it in and Riley was looking at it and he was like, okay, it's kind of... It's, it's not symmetrical, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like it's not... <laughs> can't split it in half or whatever and it does it had like the like yellowish color and it he was like i'm not seeing it move and this guy was like it's moving i feed it it was going on and on and on and then one day riley was walking past some uh little like toy dispenser things and went it's a sticky hand <laughs> this man was feeding a sticky well where was caring the food for going he would put oats in the water and then be like, oh, it ate some of them. And then he would take the old oats out, which was all of the oats. <laughs> but it's How like, well-weaning. this other guy's like a scientist. He was like, this is like a new slime mold. <gasps> <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, the image, I <laughs> the image of someone putting a sticky hand in like an aquarium and being like, this is was my it pet. Like a complete sticky hand? Mm-hmm. What? But it was like super old and like kind of decrepit. You know, and I guess it was like like not see through, unrecognizable. Yeah, like it just didn't look like a sticky hand anymore. Wow. Because I think if it had ripped, it would look more like a sticky hand. Maybe a bold a bold assumption that sticky hands look more like sticky hands when ripped, but that's another <laughs> assumption I wouldn't have even begun to approach. Anyway, yo-yo water balls. Yeah. Are made out of that sticky hand material, and then they have a a thing of water at the base. Usually, usually they're kind of spiked and you would like use like like play with it like a yo-yo, but it was like water filled. Turns out yo-yo balls are a death trap. They are made from a highly flammable material. I suppose sticky hand material is highly flammable. Good to know. Two, the liquid inside the ball 
toxic. I'm actually going to write that. Um, sticky hand. <laughs> I feel like there could be like a cool action sequence done with that. Because you know the scene in Iron Wait, Man- you're not joking. You're writing it down? Yeah. You know the scene in Iron Man 3 where he like goes to the hardware store and, can, and makes all these like little grenades and you see how. Oh, like, yeah. Like, ingenuity. You know how Tony yeah. Stark's actually smart. It's Toy Story like 12 and they're like. This time, there will be no survivors. And then the sticky hand is like, I'll do anything for my country. And they light it on fire. The sticky hand itself? Well, the sticky hand is sentient. It's Toy Story. Oh, you were saying Toy Story? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't Toy know Story what I 12. Said. Toy Story 12, obviously. <laughs> Toy, Toy St- Story 12, where a sticky hand... <laughs> goes on like a suicide bombing mission uh, well toy story 12 they followed the trajectory of their original audience so now they're all grizzled adults who fought in four wars by now yeah well by then we'll be up to like six probably honestly it's so true <laughs> cries anyway but the liquid inside the ball is toxic if you want to add that to your list and the toy's stretchy cord poses a serious strangulation risk um, the CDC, or, th- sorry. The C, wait. You can do it. C-D-S-C? C-S-D-C? No D. No D. Consumer? Uh-huh. Oh, I got this. Consumer? I bet you the listeners, no, the listeners are screaming this right now. Can you hear them? Consumer society? Mm-mm. So the consumer product safety commission <laughs> you literally just mouthed it to me you're such a pal um they have re- <laughs> i like how we have that little joke and then it's received 409 strangulation and suffocation reports regarding yo-yo water balls i don't think strangulation doesn't mean they died neither does suffocation we don't i don't have a death toll hey editing tegan here no kids died what's the worst part is i played with these i had so many and i remember one of mine broke, and my mom, like, smacked it out of my hand and was like, don't drink that. <laughs> and I was like, what? And she said, the stuff in them is bad. And I was like, oh. And now I'm like, hey, mom, why'd you let me play with them? If she knew the stuff was bad. She, well, maybe she didn't know that the cord was also heavily she, flammable. Yeah, she probably just made, like, a valid, reasonable yeah. assumption that, like, maybe don't play with the liquid that has been, like, encased in plastic for a while. Fair, honestly. But it was in 2017 that they got those reports, and they're not, like, banned or anything. Huh. So you could buy them still. Number eight is just... Did you ever get brewed? Okay, this is... No, tell different. me. So, fidget spinners. <laughs> yeah. I remember those days. Were you in college by the time fidget spinners were a big thing? I was end of high school. End of high school. Mm-hmm. I was ninth grade. Like, senior year, probably. Yeah, so that, that adds up, but... People were doing fidget spinners all the time. I got this one fidget spinner. People were doing fidget spinners is a hysterical sentence. <laughs> all the time. And I am, um, I played with one for like so long that I got a little bruise oh. on my on my pointer finger. See, I never touched them because the people who touched them, we made fun of. That's fair. So I never played with I them until recently. Fidget, so- fidget spinners are on the list. I cut them because it was, it's just basically like they fall apart and kids swallow the pieces. Oh, yeah. Those are boring. Yeah. I'm not interested in those deadly toys. <laughs> well, yeah, kids just like swallowing things. That, I mean, it like it's bad. Yeah. It's sad. And th- practically every toy has like a little warning that's like this has small pieces. Yeah. Keep this away from small children or like keep these pieces well, away. So that's the next like, one. Legos too. 
The next one is anything with magnets ever, basically. Yeah. If it has magnets, it's like a serious. I do remember hearing about like the little Bucky tiny balls. Ball, the ball magnets that like if they swallowed it, they would rip. Bucky balls. One thousand seven hundred children approximately visited the ER after Bucky balls. Period. Oh my gosh. I played with Bucky balls, and oh, do you remember the Polly Pocket magnetic clothes? Yes. Yeah, those also. I guess the magnets would fall out, and a bunch of people got had to go to the ER. Yikes. Yeah, pretty. So anything with magnets. And yeah. it's because of swallowing hazards, which, yeah. yeah. It's not It's not that it's, like, a fact of life. Well, I mean, even just... if you're playing with rocks, it's literally just, like, they're just little. Yeah, well, it's it's just, it's a parent's job yeah. to always be around. Yeah. When they're that small. Which is terrifying to yeah. always have to be yeah. uh, conscious of another person. Right, for sure. Um, next one is kind of sad. Okay. Burger King Pokemon toys. Hmm. Isn't that weird that that's about to be really depressing? So the toys, the Pokemon were fine. Well, I mean, it was depressing the moment you mentioned Burger King. <laughs> Don't be mean to Burger King. I like Burger King. The worst food I had in London was Burger King. Oh, it's because you were in London and you were eating Burger King. <laughs> You're right. And it was like 1 a.m. And they were about to close. Oh, so the fries were like the old ones. Yeah. I got a whole, I got a box full of fried food and it was all old. <laughs> Gross. I, one time I went to McDonald's and I got my food and I was immediately like, oh, this was cooked three hours ago and I just didn't eat any of it. I was like, I can't do that this. so fair. I won't complain because I know it's a bit of a lottery, <laughs> <laughs> but I still won't eat it. Apparently. So, okay. You know how Pokeballs are balls, right? You would open the ball and inside would be like a, a plushy Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Pokemon's fine. Throw that away. It doesn't matter. The problem was the balls didn't have any kind of holes drilled in them. So two children suffocated to death because the balls got stuck on their mouths. Like they were playing with it and going like, you know how you do when you're yeah. a kid? And they couldn't pull them off. That explains why there's holes in most things. Okay. That was, I read this and I was like, oh my gosh, that's why every gotchapon, the thing can't hold water because they put holes in it. So, you don't and then it gets stuck. Fascinating. Yeah. Uh, luckily, another young girl was almost killed, but her father pulled the toy off her face. Good. Because it just, it's too strong. Suction is really powerful. No need to tell me. <laughs> Have you ever, do you ever play with stuff like that? Like, I would do that with cups as a kid all the time. With cups, yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, apparently, never a Burger King Pokemon toy in 1999. Oh, my gosh. I was, I was safe. I was in heaven. <laughs> The safest place. Flubber in the 1960s. On So on the Flubber packaging, you know Flubber. I, I didn't know it was an actual product. This was released after the movie. Okay. It was like with the movie. It, on the package, it's like non-toxic, great for kids. Around 1,600 reports came in detailing of rashes or sore throats. I guess Flubber would exude fumes. And it created like pretty horrible... Uh, skin rashes and like throat issues and whatnot and apparently the company buried it all under a parking lot outside of their warehouse in rhode island because the toxic fumes would be too much if they burned it so they couldn't get rid of it we should go to flubber graveyard <laughs> we sh- that should be the name of our of a band flubber graveyard flubber graveyard yeah and our first our first album could be called Toxic Fumes. Okay. See, that one's fun because no one died, but it's like... That's like... It's like, the world's a crazy place. Yeah. And I became probably like 2% more convinced of that 
after the story you just told me. After Flubber. <laughs> yeah. After I, Flubber. I do. It feels on brand for Flubber to be emitting toxic fumes. True, no, that movie did. <laughs> That's that green color. Now the thing that brought us here today. Oh, dear. Jarts. So I was in lab meeting and Paul, one of my committee members, made a joke like, oh, well, we'll have a barbecue and we'll play jarts. Ha 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 ha. And we all just looked at him. And he was like, jarts? The lawn dart game? Killed a bunch of people? And we were all like, what? (laughs) What are you saying? So we looked it up. In 1980s, there was a lawn dart set released by a company that called them jarts, but they were a common thing. They got super popular. It's basically you have these huge darts, like 12-inch long darts. You would throw them into a plastic ring, and they started off kind of dull, right? Yeah. When you throw something into the ground over and over, it gets sharper and sharper. And they could be thrown with enough force to pierce someone's skull easily because they were weighted too. So weighted (laughs) foot-long darts. Right? Uh, 6,100 Americans in from the 1980s to like the 1990s had visited hospital emergency rooms as the result of lawn dart-related incidents. I mean, I've heard jokes about lawn darts. 81% were 15 or younger, though. It's like, oh. it's definitely a, like, kid thing, yeah. you know? This one's, this is part's kind of sad. The federal government banned lawn darts at the end of 1988 and recommended that existing sets be destroyed. Like, it was such a problem. During the week when the commission voted to ban the product, an 11-year-old girl in Tennessee was hit by a lawn dart and fell into a coma. Like, well, they were like, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, well, the politicians are talking. Like, real people are getting hurt. It just very, like, visceral. There, I've had, like, 15 movie ideas just <laughs> listening to this. Because not that, I mean, well, that's an insufferable thing to say. But just, like, no, I get what you mean. It's very thematic. never talked about. no. Like, no. consumer products aren't well, talked about, the, like, ever. Well, imagine, like, I would love to hear the story of, like, some, like, the guy who, like, really pushed for lawn darts in the U.S. How do you deal with the blood on your hands? You know what I mean? Like, even that sort of thing is yeah. interesting. They are banned for sale in the U.S. and Canada, but they're still legal in the EU. So I guess I should have asked for you to bring back on lawn darts. It's just, yeah, I'm just, like, is there an Aaron Brockovich of... <laughs> Toys? Yeah. And then last, truly the last thing, not a toy. The Consumer Product Safety Commission, or the, you can do it. CPSC. Yeah, you got it. Which is the agency that looks out for, like, toy issues, as we talked about, in 1974, had to recall 80,000 lapel buttons Hmm. promoting toy safety. Whoa. Because the buttons had sharp edges, the paint had too much lead, and the clips could break off and be swallowed. The end. end. (laughs) See, and that sounds, that's just like fade to black. Yeah, it's like a little cherry on top. It really is. Well, and then the article I got that part from, like I initially saw it, someone at the bottom was like, just goes to show how hard it is to make a safe product. And I was like, I don't know if that's the (laughs) the message. I was like, there are, there's a list of, on general, there were like 20 toys, and most of them were magnets. And it truly, like, as I was reading them, I was like, oh, most toys are safe. Like, that was my yeah. true takeaway. No, that's true. And also, like, kids, the simpler the better. Like, mm-hmm. kids like just stuff. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to make it. Mirrors and babies. Woo, all day. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, there, were so, there were some, too, that were things like, oh, this, you know those little, like, kid cars? Yeah. 
Where like I had one. It was a police car. Someone I had a pink Barbie Jeep, and by I I mean Kayleen had it, but I would constantly bribe her to let me play with it. That's funny. Mm, the police car might have been Jenny's. Now that I think about it. That's what's great about younger sisters. I got to play with Polly Pockets much longer than my friends. Because I had little sisters to be like, well, I'm playing with them. I'm a good sister. Have you considered that? That's so Anyway, I'm going to tell my sisters about Adams and really wreck their worldview. (laughs) Brinley, when she was in elementary school, the teacher said in, like, first grade, said something along the lines of, like, oh, we're singing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. Like, why do stars twinkle? Brinley raised her hand and said... Well, stars twinkle because they're made of gas and they're really far away and most of them are already dead. And the teacher was like, because they look like they're twinkling. <laughs> but I had told Bridley that like a week before. I was like, hey, you want to hear the real stuff, kid? Everything you see in the sky is old and gone. Like, <laughs> If your sisters ever got bullied, it's your fault. Honestly. Yeah, so I broke my sisters. Uh, <laughs> Just girly crazy. things. That's crazy. They're fine now. Oh, and I wanted... They're fine now. Well, <laughs> they're mostly fine. They As... survived to adulthood. We also... Okay. Like... We have eight minutes. Yeah. We also have some reviews I wanted to shout out. We currently have five out of five stars. Only 12 ratings. Okay. So we're, we're doing good. We're batting well. Oh, for our podcast. Yes. For What else for? Toys? Like the concept of? Like I don't know, like a specific toy. No. Did you ever read Banana Slicer reviews? Oh, like yeah, yeah. Like or that. the sugar-free gummy bears. Yeah. Those are good. Those are good. <laughs> Some creative writing. Uh, Nathan Jensen 03. The title of the review is Awesome Sauce. This show is Cool Beans, and you should definitely listen to it. I've listened to podcasts before, but this one is front and center on my playlist. I'm relatively sure that that was one of the kids I gave a dollar. (laughs) (laughs) Really? I think it might be one of Kayleen's friends. Okay, so our most recent reviews are all from 2021, which is why I come to you, dear listener, hat in hand. Hey, could you review us on Apple Podcasts? That'd be super nice. That'd be cool. And if you do it and you're funny, I'll read it. Or even if you're not funny, probably. I know no one wants our attention. That's part of the problem. That's why people review podcasts. <laughs> That's true. No one wants our attention. You can contact us directly. You know what? If you call me and you haven't reviewed this podcast, I won't pick not up. <laughs> New rule. I'm not going to pick you up from the airport. <laughs> you want Tegan's attention? <laughs> Let me see your review on Apple Podcasts. Picks or it did not happen. Oh my gosh, someone like requests to follow me on Instagram and I'm like, interesting. <laughs> you care about my life, but not about my creative endeavor. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. That's very funny. Amazing. Um, <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Iconic. Yeah. No notes. I will let, I'll, I, um, <laughs> I almost didn't bring my podcast t-shirt to London. <gasps> better of it good the last second and wore it a fair amount really got a lot of comments on it people really liked it liked the t-shirt oh they liked Not the cat the podcast, yeah. yeah but i did tell them it was for my podcast and then they were like oh that's nice so mm-hmm. i mean maybe we'll get a, a, a london boost that'd be crazy that would not be a thing that happens <laughs> also cora my almost four-year-old niece a couple days ago when i was wearing the shirt she just came up to me and she said that that kitty has ice cream on its head. Ooh, yeah. Which is true. 
It does look like ice cream. It looks a lot like ice cream. It's very melty. I think the problem is if you go cartoon, things get melty. I think you're right. Yeah. In cartoons, many things kind of look like ice cream. Mm, I would eat most of the characters from Amazing World of Gumball. That's funny. Also, I I need to tell... So, in our chocolate episode, we talked about how I was racking my brain trying to figure out the cartoon that I watched where they ate this piece of chocolate. You knew it was Arthur, didn't you? I think I might have said it was Arthur. I also... I sent you a clip from Compossible that also fits the bill. I realized what I was actually thinking about. It was neither of those things. What was it? In The Incredibles, when (gasps) Bob eats the cake... And like Yeah, he eats that cake isn't real that the good. Best just like chomp. I think it you know what? Whenever I eat brownies, I think about how he eats that cake. And like he it like <sighs> fills up his cheeks and then he's got a little bit on the side that he perfectly swipes off with his And thumb. then he has like one crumb left when he turns around to yes. like show his guilt. Yes. I never realized the whole like he comes home, indulges secretly, and then his wife Gets mad at him for indulging secretly. It's a visual metaphor. Oh my gosh. The Incredibles is a good movie. It's a perfect movie, Tegan. <laughs> we should watch The Incredibles, Becca. I would do it any day. <laughs> I was telling everybody, like, oh, The Incredibles is my favorite movie because it's like everybody's seen The Incredibles. Yeah. But I hadn't I hadn't seen it in years until I watched it again with Cora and it was hilarious. Like Hannah kept laughing at me because every other scene I'd be like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're just there's like a child watching the movie being like this is fine and you're like Wah! like exploding in the corner you're like do you see the parallels <laughs> literally anyway everybody watch the incredibles watch the incredibles review the podcast and don't play with magnets most of, if you're an adult okay don't put magnets in your mouth like just be smart about it and if you are in, if you're in charge of a child and they start putting things in their mouth. Be like, like, look at it and be like, would this fit down an esophagus? And if the answer is yes, remove it. <laughs> yeah. But unless toys are safe, don't get too freaked out out there. And don't eat aquadots. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> Check your drink for aquadots. I like sheepishly open my lunchbox and dump it out into the trash. <laughs> I open my wallet and it's all magnets. And I put some in my mouth. Tegan. Mm, I love I love mm, mm, yummy magnet taste. Mm. Okay, I think it's time for us to leave. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for being loyal listeners. I assume loyalty. We will be back at you with another episode. And we will not be out of practice next time, and it will be funnier. Yeah, I think we're good. Well, no, I just want every episode, like, oh, the next one will be better. Like, you're going to miss out if you don't listen to the next that's, one. That's that's a good plan. We want to keep the bar like, low. Marketing-wise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we want to keep the bar low for the current episode and high for the future one. Yeah, I think we're going to go and discuss our strategies more. <laughs> Am I in trouble? Are we having a meeting? <laughs> Me and you sit down in, like, a really long table. Very yeah, incredible. At, yes, exactly. And then, and then a... A sheepish intern comes down and sets down a platter of magnets between us and, <laughs> and then shuffles out. You're right, that's so funny. And then you uh, advance to the next PowerPoint slide, which says, increasing JPM. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>